I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host, and I'm recording on Saturday instead of Friday because, I don't know if you remember, but a couple of weeks ago, I thought my laptop broke, and I was really upset about it. I was able to get it fixed. I thought, oh, well, maybe the cable, the power cable is bad. I bought a new one. Everything seemed to be working okay. I had the same problem last night, which is effectively, uh, I power on my laptop, I launch a program, the whole thing shuts down. It's a whole, I start the whole thing over again. So I did a lot of troubleshooting. And what I came up with is I think there's a problem with the sleep wake. Uh, Something's wrong there from the best that I can tell. So uh, I, I, after several hours of troubleshooting, I left the laptop alone. It came up the next morning. Everything seems to be working But that is why this is late, because of technical issues. And technical issues are not fun. I'm I'm not going to lie, because I literally recorded on Wednesday without any issue. The other technical problem that I had is is when I could launch a program like Hindenburg, which is my DAW, when I recorded, I recorded an entire episode last night. And then when I went back to listen to it, it sounded like this. It was really slow. And I I would put in a clip, but I'm using a new digital audio workstation called Luna. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not very good at using it. And so I just got to kind of record all the way through. And there's not going to be any cuts or anything like that or any editing because I don't really know how to do it. It's not very intuitive from my side of things. So that's kind of where we're at in in the world of podcasting, which is, I'm going to be honest, it's not a lot of fun when this stuff happens. Uh, it, takes, it takes a lot of time that sh- it shouldn't take, but that's where we're at. So let's get to the thing that I like this week, or the person I like. The Patreon supporter of the week is James from the United States. We only have one Patreon supporter named James that's from the United States. So if you're listening to this, and your name is James, and you're a Patreon supporter to this podcast. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Um, you've been a member of Patreon coming up on a year, September 2019. So that's pretty awesome. Thank you, James. Appreciate it. Now, from one James to another, 
James from Canada, who's also a Patreon supporter, he does a podcast called True North EVs. He's doing a Google Meetup tonight. I guarantee that this podcast will not be out in time. So, um, yeah, but I'm going to be there and I'm going to be chatting with James and whoever else he has on um, in the future when he has more of these. I'll make sure to let you know in in more uh, advance so that uh, we can basically flood him with, with participants. Cause I think it would have been really cool. They're going to talk about EVs, electric boats, road trips, that kind of thing. And yeah, I'm going to skip the Patreon support plug this week and just get right into the news. Neo has launched a battery as a service program. It's basically a battery swapping program. This decouples the price of the battery from the purchase price of the vehicle. This makes it so that the EV is basically cheaper to buy and probably qualifies for some sort of incentives in the country that uh, they're operating in, which in this case is China. Neo has already performed 800,000 battery swaps. So you're asking, how, how, did, how were they able to do this? This is insane. Well, they have these little battery swapping stations. So you drive your car in, the door closes, it takes your old battery off the car, puts your new battery on a car, on the car, and in a few minutes, you're gone and you're done. That's it. Pretty simple. So as a general rule, I think that subscription services are, are not great. Battery subscription services are not great for the user simply because a lot of these uh, car companies, they don't they didn't design their car with swapping batteries in mind as a general rule. Neo did. So to me, it makes more sense for Neo to do this than it does for any other EV company. Um, I'm still not a big fan simply because every time, every month you're paying for that battery, no matter what. So uh, it will save you about 10,000 us dollars, this battery subscription plan. But uh, I mean, I'm sure there's a a person out there that this makes sense for, and so I don't want to disparage it. But for me, I would be a little uncomfortable with it, if I'm being honest. But yeah, let's move on. Last year, the Tesla Plaid Model S broke a track record at Laguna Seca. It's a racetrack here in the United States. They did one lap in 1 minute 36.555 seconds. This year, the folks that Unplugged Performance, which is a a business that has um, aftermarket parts, makes aftermarket parts for Tesla, they took a Model 3 to the racetrack and they beat the Model S Plaid record. It's 1 minute 35 seconds, excuse me, 1 minute 35.79 seconds, which is really impressive. And, and especially when you consider all the upgrades that are in the Tesla plaid model s plaid but the model y they were able to get that track um time down to one minute 39.1 seconds which makes it the fastest suv on that track so pretty cool for unplugged performance pretty cool for for tesla next story tesla has a great option for pedestrian warning excuse me (laughs) this is this is why it's important to edit Next story, 
Tesla has a great option for the pedestrian warning speaker at the bottom of the car. This is that little speaker that tells pedestrians who might be low sight or can't hear you or um, just, you know, they're busy with their phone or whatever, that there's a car creeping up behind them. So the two things that uh, Tesla's, uh, well, there's more than two options, but the two options that we're talking about today is snake jazz, which is a Rick and Morty thing. And if you've never seen Rick and Morty, be sure to go out and check them out. And the other one is Polynesian elevator music. So for me, this is perfect because I am a big fan of elevator music. I don't know why. When I was a kid, my mom worked at Nordstrom's and I spent a lot of time in that store and there was a lot of elevator music or music. It just soothes me. And I'm a big fan of Polynesian music. So this is like perfect. It's kismet. All these things coming together. All right, let's talk about the Powerwall. Last week, we talked about third-party installers having a hard time getting their hands on Powerwalls. One of the theories was that Tesla was going to announce a Powerwall update at Battery Day. So Elon took to Twitter and said that the Tesla team is working hard on increasing battery wall, excuse me, power wall production. So no word if there's going to actually be an update at uh, battery day or an updated power wall at all. Cruising feet. A little caught in my throat. A new update will give Model S and Model X a more immersive and comfortable ride via an via an update to the smart suspension system. The update will allow the suspension system to better dynamically adjust while in motion and support temporary and permanent ride heights. This is pretty cool. The main reason why I chose the mid-tier Cybertruck was because I wanted that air suspension. So wanted that more comfortable ride and the ability to raise it up and lower it down depending on whatever I'm doing. Elon said that the full self-driving rewrite will be a quantum leap over the current version of full self-driving. Elon is prone to hyping Tesla and (laughs) their features. So who knows uh, what a quantum leap actually means as a general rule You know, whenever he says something's amazing, it turns out to be most of the way to amazing. It doesn't quite always get to amazing. It just falls short a little bit, but that's okay because it's still better than any other car company that's out there. And, you know, Tesla has to continue to, uh, uh, you know, reach for the moon and be okay with just getting outside the atmosphere of Earth. I don't know if that's a very good analogy. It's actually a terrible analogy. Anyway, so Tesla has a very talented team and for them to do a rewrite of the code, uh, I'm positive that they must have felt that this was worth doing because there is a significant upfront upfront cost to rewriting the code. It'll certainly pay for itself over the life of the product. uh, If you know, there's problems and they foresee problems in the future However, to write that check for that initial uh, rewrite, it's pretty significant. All right, Hardware 4. It looks like Hardware 4 will be out Q4 2021. That's just in time for Cybertruck. So that's pretty cool. In reality, uh, I'm guessing Hardware 4 will be out sometime in 2022. 
best guess. There's not a lot of room for error if it's scheduled to be out Q4 2021, but hardware 3 was a huge improvement over hardware 2, and I can't see why hardware 4 won't be a huge improvement over hardware 3. It's like in the early days of smartphones. In the early days, we had significant improvements, and then as the product matured, the improvements were more subtle, and we got better cameras, for instance. So the improvements over you know, hardware 3 is going to be, over hardware 4 is going to be significant, but over hardware 6 and hardware 7, the improvements might just be that it does summon mode way better than it did in hardware 6. You know, it just gets more subtle as the technology matures. All right, and this is our final story. See, <laughs> just as uh, I'm so angry about last night. Anyway, Elon thinks the Tesla's long-term advantage is manufacturing. And to this, I completely agree. I don't know that there's a whole lot of people who listen to this show who won't agree to that. Tesla had a lot of manufacturing issues early on, which forced them to, foc- to focus on improving the manufacturing process. If they had not gone through production hell with the Model 3, I don't know how much, uh, I don't know that the production lines would have got the same amount of, of focus uh, or they have over the last three years. Simply because if they're just producing cars left and right and they have small problems but not significant problems, shutting down those lines costs Tesla money, just like we were talking about with the rewrite. So, you know, overall, I think that production hell was a positive for Tesla. And they're they're figuring out how to do things that other car companies don't know how to do or aren't very good at doing. Let's put it that way. Now, Tesla's still going to have those body gap issues and and just kind of issues that come from the factory. But I've said this before, a lot of car companies have problems. The difference is, is Tesla doesn't have a dealer. So when I bought my last car, even the car before that, I was just going through some paperwork yesterday um, and cleaning out files and things like that. And for my van, there was like three or four things that they needed to fix that were problems from the factory. The difference is that like Chrysler, for instance, has these dealers that they're going to make those fixes and they're going to make the car look shiny for the owner. Well, Tesla, they have service centers and they do the, the, the best that they can. But it's not this, quite the same as a, a dealer. You know, you kind of separate the issues. If you buy something from the dealer, it's it's not the car manufacturers. It's not that it's not their fault, but you have more than one person to blame. If you buy a car from Tesla, you only have one person to blame, and that's Tesla. So I think people are making a really big deal out of nothing because as a general rule, it from what I've read and what I've heard from people who have Teslas, is Tesla makes an effort to fix it. Now that effort might be three, four, five different times of going back to fix it, but eventually it gets fixed. So I don't think that's that big of a deal. But in terms of manufacturing electric vehicles, I don't see anybody touching Tesla, at least for the next five years. We'll see what happens after that. All right, folks, that is our show this week. I want to thank everybody for listening to the show. Thank you for being patient. Um, it is Saturday when I'm recording this. 
I have to work an overtime shift tonight, so I don't know if I'll actually, in fact, get to edit it. So it may be tomorrow before this show gets out, which is Sunday, but we're getting closer and closer to that Friday time frame that I'm always trying to hit. So, um, and I actually have a, I actually have to record before Friday next week because I have some, an event that I have to go to. So, um, yes. So I, I should probably talk to you guys on Friday. You'll hear from me on Friday. If not, um, you can cut my fingers off. Yeah. Or you can email me. I love it when people email me Bodie, B O D I E at nine one eight digital.com. If you want to email me, say hi, or to take me to task or to tell me that I'm crazy or whatever. I welcome every single email. I get the overly nice emails and I get the fairly worded constructive criticism emails. And I get emails where people just tell me I plain suck and they're never going to listen to my podcast again, but they cared enough to email me. And, and that is what's important. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at 918 digital. That's at 918 digital. All right, folks, have a wonderful week. Thanks for putting up with my baloney. And I will talk to you next week.